This episode on the Mesh.tv is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. It is a late afternoon here on a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome to Street Circle Drive here on the TheMesh.TV. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you are having a good day and have found us either on iTunes or on our website, which is TheMesh.TV. And we got a great show. We're going to go ahead and get rolling into it. I'm Mary Margaret. I've got Moose with me. Hey. Yo. And I've got McNally. What's up? Hello. Um, how have you guys been? I've been doing great. feel like it's been a while. It is. So happy to be in the springtime and not being frozen. Hey, don't get it's used nice. to it because it might snow this weekend. Did you hear Perfect. that? Really? Yeah. It's spring break this week. Eh. I mean, for the kids, not for me. I mean, I'm, spring break I have, 18. I have yet to think of what a real spring break is. Shovel like that in a thing. I, y'all should see what he's doing in the studio right now to represent spring break. Hey, you got to earn these beads somehow. I guess. <laughs> Well, it is the week, uh, the first week of April right now. Um, but yes, I did see a news forecast that we'll be bringing a rather cold front to our. I mean, not like we usually report the we don't weather. Like the weather <laughs> in North Carolina. <laughs> I hope it's dropped. I know, right? I think we'll be okay. Yeah, because today is currently at seventy-three and high, and I think on Saturday the high is fifty-two. Perfect. And the low is thirty-two. So wow. there's a there will be a significant difference. Anywho. McNally, how have you been? I've been doing awesome. Great. Your kids are on spring break right now. They're enjoying spring breaking life. it. Yep. We Good. have friends over this weekend. We're heading to New York City on Thursday. Are you? New the York big, City? The yep. big city. The big city. What are you going to do there? So, Well, the kids have never been, but my dad is born and raised in the Bronx. So going to see, he wanted to go show his grandkids and everybody where he grew his up. Hood. and. Some sightseeing, see his nice. college, all that wonderful stuff. Excellent. Have a good trip. I'm looking forward to it. And then come back and shop downtown and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm not buying anything up there. Good. <laughs> junk. Pure yes. junk off the street. Yeah. Hickory you know for I life. Took, I took a, um art art uh, art club trip there whenever I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And the big thing then was the Oakleys off the street. Oakleys. Oakleys. Like this. Yeah. I opened up the jacket. I mean, I came back with like 12 Oakleys. So I'm just saying. And then you came back and everybody at Fred T. Ford High School was like, what? You've got Oakleys? And you're like, no, I got 12 of them. Them things are awesome. I know. I mean, it was the time. It was. I mean, they made some good copies back in the day. It was the late 90s and and it counts. Anywho. I was not, no, I mean, granted, my parents might be listening to this, and I'm thinking I was not behind from street handling, <clears> but I was. This is tough to you I know, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Um, awesome. Well, good. Yes, as you said, we've had a while since we've been here, and be sure to stick around throughout the whole episode because we have an interesting restaurant to review at the end. We do. Um, we actually went to lunch today, but we've taken a break. We all separated after lunch. Usually we record right after lunch. Yeah. We all went, took naps, (laughs) relaxed for a little bit, 
And then, what, y'all didn't take naps? No, did you oh. take naps? <laughs> I wish I took naps. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, so, so we actually came back um, and did some work, and then now we're all meeting up. So we've had a few minutes to let it all sink in. So everybody stick around because we're going to have a good review for you. Or is it good? We don't know. But well, be better better It'll be a review. But, but hopefully you have heeded our advice on other reviews and, um, and have been checking out some stuff in Hickory. But we have a new one for him today. So, first, we're going to move on, though, to our special guest. i got a lovely lady sitting across from me. That's the truth. Yes. So, now let's introduce her. Not me. I'm not talking about me. We cannot say that. I'm (laughs) absolutely not talking about you. But I'm finally glad to have another female in here and somebody that has hair. Hey. 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 So, Moose, I'm going to throw it over to you and let us know what's well, going on. Well, we would like to welcome Miss Lindsay Kiesler, the president and CEO of the Catawba County Chamber of Commerce. Hey, Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It's great today. to be called lovely. Mm. Like that. Thank you, Mary Margaret. Yes, she's she is lovely. Happy to have her here. Agree, agree. So we invited Lindsay onto the podcast today to talk about the Chamber of Commerce's ongoings in our area and what all that the Chamber has to offer our listeners and all that good stuff. So, uh, Lindsay, if you if you don't mind, just kind of tell us about what your role is with the Chamber and... Sure. What do you sure. do all day? What do you do all yeah, day? Yeah, well, thank you guys for the invitation. Um, it's definitely a privilege to be on here, even though I'm not as funny as you all are. But. Uh, I beg to differ. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, so the Chamber, I've been at this for nine years now and love it. Um, first of all, it's a great opportunity to be able to serve my community while working. Um, and that was always the desire of my heart. Um and growing up in this community and having the privilege to come back and do that in this way is truly a, an honor and a privilege. But I uh, started as the president and CEO, well, I guess officially it was last February, so mm-hmm. over a year now. Um, but again, like I said, I've been there for nine years. But as a chamber, we are the largest business association in the community. So we have about 850 what we call shareholders and investors who invest in the mission of the chamber um, every year on an annual basis. And so big level picture is we are in, we want to tackle the biggest issues facing business in this community. And then drilling it down, like what are those critical issues, right? And maybe we'll get into some of those. Um, But right now it's vacant positions and a decline in working age population in this community. So if you spin that around, it's what can we do is we can help fill jobs and grow the population. So that's what I'm laser focused on these days. Excellent. Hey, I had a question because um, I've always been kind of curious. I mean, I've, I've been very lucky to work side by side with the chamber for a long time. But how do you consider the chamber? Do you feel like it is a facilitator or a problem solver? Both. Okay. We have to be both. And um, really the other side, I could say kind of the front porch of what we do would be to connect. Mm-hmm. So to be that convener of resources, whether it be individuals, whether it be um, those influencers, whether it be dollars mm-hmm. to help tackle those critical issues. But the other part is bringing people together for community, creating community, whether it's a community of entrepreneurs to help individuals start and sustain their businesses um, or an, a community of individuals who want to 
to grow. So they're all like-minded in some way. Everyone needs a new customer, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to help grow their own business, but to create jobs for other people. Uh, So we can be that platform for connectivity in several ways. Mm -hmm. Um, So we do have different events hosted on a weekly, even monthly basis um, that help bring individuals together. But that ongoing program of work behind the scenes is really why I come to work every day um, to tackle those issues that really impact the very foundation of doing business and really creating the quality of life that we all love and enjoy. Um, And we're able to support our families because we have jobs, right? And paychecks make the world go round. Right. So I was going through the the Chamber website today thinking of different questions and all, all these gotcha questions I was going to ask you. Ask you, you, waited, you, waited, oh, no. oh, no. you waited till today to do no, it? No, I did. I did like two days ago. I thought so. Yeah. So, you know, I was just just going through the website. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't believe all the stuff that the, the Chamber is directly involved with. Um, leadership Catawba, for one. Um, you know, workplace development. Uh, the Edison Project, which is very near and dear whoop, to the Meshes yeah. winner. Winner's the winner. Winner, winner chicken dinner back in 2013. Boom. How about that? So we, so we got that going for us. We do. Have Edison. we spent that money yet? No answer. No question. No answer. No answer. Come your way. Right. I mean, that was that was before you worked here, wasn't it? Was, it was? Yeah. Okay. It good. Was. Just making sure. By whisker. By right. Whisker. Right. So, um, you know, what's what's the chamber's involvement with workforce development in particular? Like, do you actually place people in positions, or do you work on different training sessions with different folks to? you know, rehire or retraining or, you know. Yeah. Good question. Right. Good question. Cause that is one of those, um, you know, we say we work on workforce development, but, but what is that? Or talent recruitment development? What mm-hmm. is that? And what role do we play? Um, cause you're right. There are many angles to that. Uh, for us, I am focusing on the supply side of human capital. So if you look at what is a company's greatest asset, It's their people. Mm -hmm. And the ability to fill vacant positions is hugely valuable, right? So if you would ask one of your customers, and I'm thinking of one in particular that's right over the board or Mm -hmm. you're working on another project for, Mm -hmm. what is the value of an available qualified worker? Mm -hmm. They would say productivity, right? They would say um, the ability to fulfill orders and customer satisfaction on lead time, Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's that's hugely valuable to them. And right now in our community, we have about 3000 vacant positions every month. Um, Just in March, I was looking March. Let's see. No, average. The average monthly in 2017 was actually three thousand four hundred eighty four. So almost thirty five hundred positions. And that's open jobs in Catawba County ready to be filled. Yes. Um, so if you look back it down to about 3,000, okay, if you look at the economic impact that we're leaving on the table as a community, $452 million. And that means why, you know, I'll flip it back to you guys. Like what value is that to you, right? $452 million. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you like a piece of that? In yeah. terms of in terms of business, and we, we take all of it. I right? mean, I'll take whatever you're giving, Lindsay. <laughs> you know, that's selling more crazy kind of compa- that? crazy compa- compression socks. Right? Hey. hey, sponsor, shout crazy out compression. Um, that's selling more cars. You know, yeah. that's selling more widgets in general. 
Um, is so it, it impacts everybody. You know, I know that um, in our industry, we we're lucky enough to work in so many different fields. You know, we, we get to go and be a part of people's industry that we know nothing about. Um, and we get a crash course. Um, but we see a lot of manufacturing, obviously positions, and that is our history. You know, we've talked about that here on the show as well. Um, but manufacturing is where we came from, right? Furniture, stuff like that. So where's that going now? As you see with the chamber, I mean, I, I know where we think it's going, but, What's happening with those jobs? Is that a lion's share of those 33,000 open? Or 3,300, yeah. excuse me. But is that a big amount of that or not? So if you look at the top industries that need talent, you're looking at healthcare is number one. Oh, okay. Right? And, and is that not reflective? We're a regional healthcare right, hub. Yeah. Right, right. We're sure. a regional health care hub, and it's also – we're you know, looking at an aging population. It's also reflective of the demographics. And it's also a, you know, micro economy of the greater macro economy all across the country that's happening, right? That gray tsunami. And so there is going to be a natural need for, for healthcare positions. Uh, But second is production Uh work. So yes, a lot of these positions are in manufacturing or, but they require a skill, right? And so, Going back to your question, Andrew, I didn't really um, answer it, but our role, uh, what we have sort of honed in on is that skill sets and mindsets piece. Mm -hmm. So how can we create educational pathways to retrain individuals or that continuum from K-12 through career to fill jobs, right? So how can we create those educational pathways, whether it be at Catawba Valley Community College or CBCC or through Lenore Ryan University to where we can fill positions here? So those that already live here, those that are coming out of our school system, how can we get that you know direct pick line into the positions that are most relevant and have the most need? Um, the mindset's is almost more more critical. We can create curriculum and programs all day long, mm-hmm. but that interest gap and that awareness gap, and Michael knows this. I mean, we're, we're working together on a construction academy and mm-hmm. um, in partnership with the Home Builders Association, and that's huge. The construction industry really is one of those economic engines. Mm-hmm. If you can't build things and you can't make things or, or produce new structures and nobody's coming here right right right. um both commercial and residential right you know when the tornado came through a couple months ago um we were talking i I was talking to some folks that had some damage and they said they couldn't find a contractor anywhere to perform these um you know repairs because you know they're all either booked doing other other work or larger tasks or or larger Mm -hmm. tasks uh or you know there there were you know, giving these folks three and four months wait times just to fix a roof on a house or yeah. something like that. I had the same issue when the tree fell right, in my sure. house from Irma. When the the bands from Irma came and basically knocked my neighbor's tree, just saying, into my house. And I, we could not get a contractor out there. And it was because, I mean, we heard from several people. We actually had to go to a construction company and get them to recommend us one of their guys and, you know, and kind of bring this guy away, you know, and then, of course, we get his crew because he was just, they're just swamped and they weren't fulfilling all the jobs that they had calls for. And so, and Michael is really playing a role in that as well with the 
hopefully the construction camps this summer. So, and then if you want to mention that, yeah. Yeah, it's that it's that mindset. It's the in, filling that interest and awareness gap, helping kids understand yeah. there are great viable careers right in their backyard. Yes. They don't have to go off to school. They can mm-hmm. go get some great training here locally, and then go right to work. Right, mm-hmm. we've talked about this a, a once or twice on the podcast. Is that you know these manufacturing jobs that are available in Catawba County? They're not your granddad's. Salty, salty, smoky, sawdust-filled factory. Yeah, yeah. Or the, salty. The um, black soot. You right, know the images yeah, I mean, you, you have. You're of doing. This, right? this is skilled labor. That's right. And robotic you know, stuff. You right, know, yeah, you're having to have that skill of of working it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's. And with the rising cost of colleges, uh-huh. you know, there's just you know, granted, I, I would I would never you know trade my college experience for anything, but right. if given the choice of saying, hey, you could. You know, go to a college, you know, and and leave a hundred thousand dollars in debt, or you know, pick up a skilled trade and make forty thousand dollars the second you step in the door. Yeah, you know that that's that's a definite viable option. And you know, I, I think a lot of this is you know part of what Lindsay's doing is educating the public and you know getting young kids involved. You know, education matters with Catawba Valley. All those folks mm-hmm. that are you know that are really trying to hone in and educate these folks that are. They're 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 coming through the ranks that you know yeah. these jobs are available open to you we need them to be filled yeah let's do it yeah so Michael I, mm-hmm. hey, let me ask you, you a hey, question buddy. hey um, you know if you're working if you get both of you on this mm-hmm. type of you know we'll just use the construction yeah. one as an example but obviously it applies to so many different industries right. you know is this coming from the employers out there that you're they're coming to you saying we've got to do something um or are you hearing it more from from the workforce of i don't have a job somewhere much more the employers much more the employers yeah yeah so especially so with the construction example we talk about i mean when nathan was in here manufacturing and then they created the manufacturing academy Uh at cvcc Uh so construction i think finally just hit a tipping point i mean it's been a problem for a while and i think they knew it but you know, the, the Great Recession hit, so a lot of our skilled construction trades, men and women, went out to communities that probably didn't slow down as much as ours. So mm-hmm. they went to your Austins, your Nashville, some of these other places where there was that continual growth. So they aren't coming back now that things are better. Now they've established those lives in those communities. So now we've got – you've got a lesser pool to, to build from. And I know Lindsay will speak to this. You know, it has been. And we're not growing at a rate that's necessarily replenishing that pipeline, yeah. both of adults that are skilled in those trades, but then also of you know, the children, like we talked about that pipeline. So the Construction Academy, and that's why one thing we're trying to do with, you know, we at the Center for Engineering Technologies, we do summer camps to expose kids, elementary, middle, and high mm-hmm. school. And one thing we're doing is all we can deal is with intermittent. So if you've got a student... Preferably, you want them to take a CTE class in high school within the construction field, have some foundational understanding, exposure. Then after that, they can either go straight into work, apprenticeships, or hopefully, you know, construction academy and so on. Well, I've always said, and this could go for a lot of your less mobile jobs, but there used to be, you know, kids would tinker in the garage with dad. Well, due to a lot of circumstances that we're not going to go down the rabbit holes, Mm -hmm. there's a lot less of that now. So when you don't know what that could or could not be and what you may or may not have a bent towards, you're just going to go down that path that's kind of laid out for you, which is, okay, yeah. it's, now it's ninth grade. I'm going to take English, math, social studies, mm-hmm. science. Now it's 10th, I'm gonna, and so on and so forth. 
Um, whether you have disenfranchised people that drop out or just don't find that plug, people that go to college, even if they don't know what they want to do, where could be some exposure points for them to know things that they want to do and take to hopefully take them in high school and hopefully go to the construction academy and so forth. So it, it's a there's quote unquote band aid approaches, which are finding them now. But then there's, you know, lifestyle change approaches, which are we've got to get folks while they're young and expose them. But not only them, one thing we're going to start this year is with our camps that we've been doing is start up, quote unquote, alumni groups. And we're going to have people that have supported us. Mm -hmm. We're going to have meet and greets every at least six months now at those companies. So, you know, U.S. Connects with one of our long sponsors. So first one there. And it not only brings the alumni, the student there, but who's going to bring them? Their yeah. parents. Right. Parents, parents don't know what, what companies are here, yep. what we're making here. If they feel a little bit better about our community and what we have going on here, they will be more willing to investigate, to research, to share, and, and to promote that child staying around here in some of these opportunities. And then also, you never know, there could be a Band-Aid approach in there, and it could be a perfect candidate of That's a right. parent that ends That's up right. going. So there's a lot of those. And there are so many. We've got really, really good partnerships in this county. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, Lindsay said it, and we have a good, good friend of ours, Alan Smith, at Spartanburg Chamber. You know, the best chambers are conveners in their communities, and it's because people like Lindsay know or are exposed to a lot more of everything that's going on. Yeah. So that's, she has, oh, I, I hear of your problem, Mary Margaret. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've heard from this group, and I've met here. Let's get, I'm sure there are others like you. Let's get them together in a room and how, how do we solve this? Right. Yes. And, and that, thank you for saying that, Michael, because that would be the one point that I'd be remiss if I didn't drive home would be the fact that as a chamber, it's not the Catawba County Chamber of Commerce staff that's doing everything that's listed in our program of work. It's who are those key partners, those strategic partners that we can kind of hitch arms with and all come together mm-hmm. to create great impact. And we've been very successful doing that just because everyone in this community is seemingly moving in the same direction. Sometimes our targets may vary slightly, uh, but that's something that's really unique uh, about our community that we need to talk more about is the power of partnerships mm-hmm. and the ability to sometimes put aside differences and roll up our sleeves and be innovative and get things done. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can imagine with some of these uh, construction companies maybe having to come together for the greater good, but that's, it's, it's unique. That's hard. They're competitors through and through, but they saw to themselves, you know, that we're going to come outside of our, you know, sandbox, so because to speak. We're going to lose money if we don't. It's it is the future, this the sustainability of our industry, yeah. And more importantly, it's to impact our community mm-hmm. that we have invested in, that our people live in, and um, yeah. So that's they they saw we they said we have no other, no other yeah. choice. They joke than about to it now together. when we meet with them. I mean, yeah, yeah. They all talked in their own groups. And they always have. You know, you have yeah. associations and other groups they get together on, but mm-hmm. they've never really gotten you know, intimate discussion and details about workforce because, you know, especially even some now, but not as much as it was even 20 years ago mm-hmm. of, well, if so-and-so pays 10 cents an hour oh, more, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit less of that because, and now there's a more robust understanding of, you know, the, the invisible paycheck and what everybody's getting and what a company can offer. But, um, Man, it used to be really you didn't get them in the same room talking. Sure. Well, and because of our tight labor market right now, 
that is another yeah. issue. I mean, our our wage has increased. Average wage has increased in our community overall. You know, good old capitalism at its right. finest, free enterprise um, system is true and true. Mm-hmm. When you have a shortage of labor, that's the first thing that goes up. And it, you've yeah. seen that because we do have a low unemployment rate right now. We're, we're teetering around 3.9 to 4%. So again, another role that the chamber does would be that population growth piece. There currently are not enough individuals actively seeking work to fill current need. That's current need. Hmm. You're not talking about future need. Right. If right. you're looking at a decline in working age population yeah. overall, you're looking at net new jobs created every year. And then you're looking at this huge deficit that w- today that we have in labor. You know, of course, things like automation come into sure. play, which they will. And I and they they will and they have already. Yeah. We're already seeing that we're already ahead. Our community is actually, I think, first in North and South Carolina for automation wow. technology in uh, industry. But we're going to see this this huge need of of workers, and that working age population is what age group, right? It's mm-hmm. your your twenty one to say forty five, fifty ish, um, and those are your young families, and mm-hmm. those are also the individuals that stimulate your economy. Buy yep. cars, yep. Go so buy houses, buy houses, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But. How do you grow a population? How do you grow a community? Think of all the different factors that play into that. So everything from schools to, you know, it goes on up to that. I think we've talked about it here before, too, is what's the first questions asked when someone's looking at moving to a community? You know, when it's schools. schools, Yeah. And, um, And, you know, there's that. Yes. Issue, you know, you can say issue whether good or bad, but there's things that people have concerns about with that, which require money, which require this, that, whatever, and then it's just on up from there, right? So, truthfully, as Michael stated, I mean, I have the opportunity of sort of seeing the community at a, at a bird's eye, mm-hmm. and we do have our kind of tentacles in all of those buckets. So, if you picture um, what it's what it takes to grow a population. We're currently involved in it in some way to some degree. So to your point, schools, mm-hmm. quality of our schools, K-64, mm-hmm. huge initiative. I'm sure you guys have talked about that on here. Yes. Uh, small business and entrepreneurship. Of course, you have to support your own. You also have to foster an environment where it's friendly for people to start up mm-hmm. like you guys did just several yep. years ago. Um, the other part is that revitalization and that quality of life piece, that quality of place, mm-hmm. I, I prefer to call it. So all those livability factors. Um, most of our role is encouraging or coming alongside local government to say, what are you doing to invest in yourself, which would then yield private investment. That's when right. you know, creating that market that's friendly for businesses to come in and create that vibe that we all want and, and enjoy here, that, that is here. Absolutely. Um, but how can we enhance upon that? Housing, another issue. Of course. Another issue. If we have, uh, we need to have a housing stock that supports uh, population growth. Mm-hmm. Got to have places where people can live that is in line with the wage wa- wage rate. Mm-hmm. Say that three times fast. Mm-hmm. Nope. Wage, wait, wage, wage rate. And then what you guys do every day is that branding and marketing. It's the yeah. telling our story. And, you know, 
how do you do that? I mean, how how do you do that? You call us, Lindsay. That's, right. That's what you do. That's right. Hey. That's right. Just putting that out there. But we have to do that. We have to do that better. And um, yes, you do. But thank you guys yeah. for playing your part. Well, no, and we we enjoy what we do because of that. Because we care and love this community so much that we you know we have a podcast to talk about it. We have you know, videos to promote it and things like that, you know, to where we, that's, we want to be a part of it because we care about it. Yeah. Um, we're not just doing it for a project. We're doing it because it is important to us too. Um, so that's, what's kind of kept us going with that stuff. And that's really evident. Yeah. Thank I can you. tell appreciate you guys it. use that passion. So, well, good. We appreciate that. <laughs> hey, Hey, little Where'd shameless plug. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Been waiting all season for that. Somebody to compliment us on the show. Gosh, High fives all around. Step up. So, um, you got any um, of her events coming up? Maybe. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, I've been to a few of the chamber events, and you've spoken. I think McNally was going to bring it up, but I'll just go ahead and bring it up. The um, well. I'm just going to steal your segment. <laughs> Appreciate it. No, the uh, and, and you know it's it's really awesome. It's it's the replacing the veterans in in. And these jobs that we're, we've been talking about. And uh, the name of the program is... Welcome Home Hickory Metro. Welcome Home Hickory Metro. And the... Uh, the pre- or the, the What's the word I'm looking for? The premise of, of this program is to bring veterans that have been recently discharged to mm-hmm. our community and place them in positions that are available. And uh, recently had a, a weekend where we brought these folks in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yes. So the other part of having a low unemployment rate, I mentioned we don't have enough people actively seeking work. We have to grow our population to fill jobs. They're directly correlated. So we started looking outside of our borders, hmm, hmm. go figure, yeah. and making a concerted effort to, to attract individuals in. So first, you know, the veteran pool is so large in North Carolina, we have 20,000 veterans that transition out of military service into civilian workforce every year, year. from a base in North Carolina. Just because year. it's just just in North Carolina alone. Fort Bragg is the largest right, exactly. the Bragg, army, and, the, and then you got Lejeune in Jacksonville. Yeah. You got Cherry Point. You got there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So think of all these men and women that are coming out, um, and it's that it's. It's that there's people transitioning all the time. Mm-hmm. So we specifically were looking for individuals within three to six months of separation. So they are wanting to enter into that next phase of life. Mm-hmm. They've been all over the world. They've dragged their families everywhere. They're looking for stability. They're looking plant for roots. security. They want to. They want to plant roots. They want to be able to find a place that's perfect to raise a family, mm-hmm. to raise children, and. Honestly, can you guys? I mean, we're a little biased in right. this room, but, but this, is, this is their place. This, this, this is, is their place. Yeah. And we knew that. Yeah. And so, about a year and a half ago, we started, pulled together some volunteers, again, that convener, mm-hmm. brought together some volunteers. We started discussing and, and really learning how we go about doing this because you, know, you can't just walk up on Fort Bragg and say, <laughs> Right. Hey, like help wanted like, signs. Who wants a job? Right. right. <laughs> and so we've discovered these transitioning agencies. So there are individuals who do this every day, and many of them, like the USO, United mm-hmm. Service Organization, or North Carolina for Military Employment. 
And we started partnering with them and learning how do we connect with those that are three to six months out. And we actually attended a hiring event down there. We had pictures of our community. We had, you know, we had these great connections and discussions. And they're going, where's Catawba County? Where's Mm -hmm. Hickory? You know, well, here it is on a map, you know. Right. But what's our biggest selling point? What's our people? The people, the feel, like the thing. (laughs) Yeah, of course. The stuff that you can't see, it's not, you know. You you feel it. You feel it. It's the warmth and the hospitality. I feel the warmth here, let me tell you. (laughs) So we walked away from there going, we've got to bring those people here. And so that's what we did. So back in September, we planned this event where – it wasn't just a job fair. It was a hiring event. So we took military MOSs, so military resumes. We took job descriptions of sponsored employers. We matched them based on their qualifications and what they were. the employer was looking for. We created interview schedules, and that was a hiring event. Um, we sandwiched it with a community experience. So we helped them to understand what it was like to live here, to raise a family here. We covered all their expenses. Paid for everything. Wow. And as a result, we've had four families relocate here since September. That's great. So That's fabulous. So we have other things that we're trying to surround that to yeah. help HR people learn who who this group of talent is, um, how to have access to them. But this, this has been our capstone function. We're mm-hmm. going to have it again April 20th and 21st. So two weeks. That's great. Two weeks. And we have 45 um, individual families already registered. Oh, wonderful. Which doubles last time. Doubles right. last time. Last time we had 22. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And what a, it's kind of, it's innovative in, in a very traditional sense. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it really is. A lot um, of communities try to do this, but it's the whole, we're going to go on base. We're, like you did the yes. first time and then yes. had that aha uh-huh of mm-hmm. how do we bring them here? So that, that, mm-hmm. I love the yeah, whole I think it's concept a great idea. idea of this event. Yeah. And what a, what a, um, very cool way to showcase Hickory and yeah. Catawba County all together. And don't you think we can replicate that? I mean, we can replicate this with other pools any of industry, people. right? So or any group. college grads, mm-hmm. you know, or interns, summer mm-hmm. interns or whatever. I mean, you could. It's a dating service, right? Yeah. It's, it's that matchmaking. It's Tinder yeah. for jobs. Yeah. 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 Right. Swipe right on that's our new tagline. Siri lives here. You should, so should you. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Hey, we are changing the world right now in right. this room right now. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It, it, was, uh, it was really nice talking to you and eating lunch with you and all that good stuff. Yeah, and, she joined us uh, for yeah, lunch today. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to um, be able to get the... We're going to consider our lunch recommendation approved by the Chamber of Commerce. Approved, yeah. <laughs> Have but, the stamp by the Chamber, right? That's right. That's right. Excellent. And we'd be remiss without uh, mentioning our sponsor today. We all have FitSock and Curry's and Compressions on today. We appreciate the Banks boys hooking us up. And uh, the Sock Factory, uh, I've been making socks here in Hickory, North Carolina since 1975. There's three lines of socks that they provide, Crazy Compression. William Tucker and Fitsock. You can find out more at www.thesockfactory.com. Now, McNally with events. So, events. Although Moose tried to steal my thing. Uh, uh, I, I thought it was a decent segment. No, I mean, segue. if you weren't prepared for your interview segment, I understand you've got to encroach. How dare you? But. <laughs> but alas, I see you have a list. I do. I went old school because my internet wasn't working today, so oh. I had to pull this off my phone. Mm. 
Um, I'm only just talking about a few things because right. really the first one is something that we've talked about beforehand. But since we've done the pod, this will be the very first Hickory Hops. Hickory Hops. That's coming our way here the since weekend. Since we've been on the podcast. Since we've been on the pod. Hickory Correct. Hops is, this will be the 18th? Sponsor. Sounds about right. 18th ish. Hickory Hops ish mm-hmm. event. Um, it's on the weekend of Welcome Home Hickory Metro, so I, I am sure Lindsay's got that on her <laughs> schedule for these families. Exactly. <laughs> Brilliant, uh, Lindsay. Absolutely. Quite so strategic. Saturday, April 21st from 1 to 6 p.m., uh, live music, over 50 breweries from across the South. Uh, you definitely want to check out their website uh, to keep up with the music. They're not listed as of yet. I'm sure they're still finalizing details. Yeah, they are. Is your band playing? We played the last two years. We're not. I don't. We don't know if we're doing it this year or not. So exactly. It's probably in your inbox right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the contract is there waiting. Listen, to you're them. holding out for more money, aren't you? Know, it's I, all I you. The baby black orchestra is playing. Okay, very so good. That, that I think that's for the 18th year in a row. Well, I know, and I've mentioned this to other friends from other parts of the state. They're always like, "Oh, a hops festival in Hickory." What, dude? Just some of the ones that have participated in the past. Of course, Old Hickory Brewery, our dear friends. They've come here before on the pod. Got good friends on the pod. podcast well, a couple weeks ago. We, we partook. We had a good time. Appalachian Mountain Brewery out of Boone. Birdsong out of Charlotte. Catawba Brewing out of Morganton. Duck Rabbit out of Farmville. Mm. Foothills yeah. Brewing out of Winston. Green Man out of Asheville. Highland out of Asheville. Asheville. Natty Greens out of Greensboro. New Belgium out of Asheville. Oscar Blues out of Brevard. R.J. Rockers out of Spartanburg. Sierra Nevada out of Mills River. Thomas Creek out of Greenville, South Carolina. And, and at, honestly, after Yum. that, are you even going to remember the Hickory Hops? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, just partake in some of that and have the best time. Tickets yeah. are $30 a person, $10 for DDs. But that absolutely has to, everybody, including DDs, has to be over 21. Have correct? To be, no, no, yeah, you're sure no. it's not 35 and 40? No. Okay. I, that's well, I, yes, I am. I am sure that's what the website said. Okay. See, you're trying to get your pay up for the no, musical. I mean, no, that's fine. Nah, that's that's fine. fine. So $10 for designated drivers, but like I said, no children are allowed in the event. Sweet. Everybody right. has to be 21 plus. Music, like good time. Somebody call them out. Visit hickoryhops.com for more info, including updated musical performers and to buy your tickets. Beautiful. Absolutely. Also, starting that week. Is the farmer's market. We've discussed <gasps> the farmer's market in previous. So Tomatoes starting on April 21st, the same day, through November 25th, will be our Saturday downtown under the sales farmer's market um, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday. Starting on? April 21st. On the 21st. Okay. Yes. Starting on April 21st, going through November. Okay. That's what it says on the website. No, I I'm believe getting, you. I'm, I'm getting these dirty great. looks from the two of you. If y'all no, know so dang just, much, I don't understand see, why I'm doing the event. Welcome to the club. Just get dogged <laughs> on the whole time you're trying to do your segment. I'm just, no, I'm glad that they're doing it. I was really surprised they were starting on the, on same, the same time as Hickory Cops. Because it, start, it ends supposedly at the same time I as Hickory Cops. But whatever. So go get your um, fresh fruits and vegetables and local produce and before you go partake in the Hickory Hops. Also, starting at the same time, you'll have Wednesdays uh, downtown as well, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. For more information, visit hickoryfarmersmarket.com for info on the market and a list of vendors and more information on them. 
another couple things I wanted to bring up was the Derby Party at hey. the Salt Block. Yes. So all our friends out there have heard us talk about the Salt Block and the, the Hickory Salt Block Foundation. Uh, on the North Lawn of the Salt Block on Saturday, May 5th, which is Derby Day and Cinco de Mayo. And Cinco de Mayo. So he's got a little double whammy this year. Wow. So your big giant hat can be Derby <laughs> sombrero. Hey. Hey, you know what? There could be some really... Mint juleps and margaritas? And margaritas. Yes. Absolutely. Now you're talking. So from 4 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., uh, tickets on sale now for $30 per person. After April 14th, they go to $40 a person. So yeah. if you're interested, get your tickets now. Uh, dress to impress. Enjoy live viewing of the Kentucky Derby on the big screen. Uh, they'll have Southern slash Cinco de Mayo themed buffet. Yeah. Go figure. But slash buffet. I, this, again, Southern it's the internet. So that's all I let's get my information from. I get you. <laughs> they have a cash bar. They have beer, wine, and mint juleps, entertainment, and dancing. And there's a best dress contest. And I think your theme for Kentucky Derby <laughs> slash sombrero totally is definitely it's winning. Like a hands down winner. Now we're going to have, I can't wait to have a whole litany of people dressed right? in this wonderful motif. That I like poncho, ponchos yes. and bow ties. Yes, big mustaches. And uh, yeah, I'm yeah. all down for it. Yeah, exactly. I did it. So. I, I actually attended a... Uh, <laughs> Mixer in college at the Mexican restaurant with, oh, my bad. with Moose. That I'm was, pretty sure. That was our bad on that one. That was a that was a great mixer. It was. There are no pictures, right? There are no pictures. There's, we went to, we went to college in the time of no Kodak. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's pictures. They were just burned. They no. turned yellow by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we went to a great um Mexican restaurant back when old El Paso on 127 used to be El Tapatio. It was good stuff. It was good. It was a great restaurant. Maggie, you could still smoke cigarettes in there and stuff. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't healthy, but no, it was no, a no. good place. The um, uh, president of the sorority was a Spanish major and called mm. and asked permission for us to wear costumes there to the restaurant. They welcomed us with open arms. Wow. It was a super fun. And night. needless to say, it's had to change names and been using gone. I know, right? Yeah. Since then, I for- may still have some costume apparel. So, needless to say, with all of that, it sounds like we've got one early entrant to the hey. Best Dressed Contest. <laughs> so, the Derby Party at the Salt Block, a little combo there. Think of Colonel Sanders <laughs> meeting some Colonel Sanchez. You can That could be some great ideas with there's your our, costume. There's the tagline so, for the show. That's so dirty. Yes. <laughs> I do not think Kathy Greyhouse is going to be uh, putting no, that on any flyers pretty, anytime soon. But sure. if you want to know more, visit saltblockfoundation.org and look so under the events tab for more info. Now, when you go into the events tab, it's the Salt Block. They have more events listed than you can imagine, especially with summer camps coming up. Oh, and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. That science they got with Center. The science Center. It's on Facebook. And it's on Facebook as well. I don't know you kids these days. I don't pay attention to yeah. Facebook. <laughs> Some He's way more real. into If you go to the Saltblock Foundation.org, it's real. There's no fake news <laughs> go, on saltblock.org. Go right. buy your tickets today and go uh. get your costumes ready. And since we had Mandy Hildebrand here recently, Convention Center, some very interesting things. This Saturday is the 16th annual North Carolina Railroad Expo. I do dig the railroad. I've heard a lot of people brag about it. If you go to Bally's, they've got the, the expo out there as well. Redford. Huh? Brookford, and, Brookford, yeah. and, oh, and Newton. Well, Valdi has, yeah. has one, too. I'm, I'm Newton has the Depot County. Museum. Yeah, it's... But I'm a regional. Big picture guy. Anyways, $5 for adults, free for children under 12. April 21st, 
Moose already stole my thunder. It's on my list. Whatever. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Replug it for goodness sake for those people that are fast Welcome home, through Hickory this. Metro. There you go. If you want more information, how you can support this initiative, contact the Catawba County Chamber of Commerce. We know. We know a lady there. Maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put a. She's lovely. A wall up between you guys. Build a wall. I bring him socks, and he still is talking all that. I know, I know, I know. Well, let's talk about something we can all agree upon: food. Okay, um, as you know, out there we all um, we all love our lunches together. We have experienced in just the short time that this podcast has been going, we've experienced a lot of food in Hickory. We have, especially you guys, because you order double lunches sometimes. We're here for the people. That's I right. Know. We do it for. I know. Our Today listeners. was no exception. Um, bountiful plates <laughs> were given to us. I did pretty good. You did. You did. You stuck. I was about to say. Now I've got <laughs> my wife and a dietitian that might be listening to this, so I've no, got to make sure that they know I'm trying to you you know, were, do the right thing. You did good. How was that no. salad today? <laughs> you don't have to tell lies, Moose. <laughs> we're all here to help you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we so through this. the big reveal is that we attended lunch at. Duck and Good Food Place. Yeah. I cannot believe when you said the name of this restaurant, I thought it was Type an up. April Fool's joke, and I was going to be let out to some place in the middle of nowhere. Could, well, it was kind of you were <laughs> let out to a place that was you feel like you're driving there that you've maybe gone too far. Yeah, but then you have or that. Upon I might it. be entering the Hunger Games and not even know about it. And there's all sorts of stuff. It could be, but. For those of you that have not picked up on where this is, it's in Longview. Um, just past Mary Margaret's favorite Circus Hall of Cream, which hopefully I will come later yeah, exactly. in another show. But Duckin' Good Food Place. <laughs> I just like saying just it. Can't. And you know what? They own it. They own oh, it. Oh, it's on the, all over the menu. In the menu, it's like Duckin' Good Andres <laughs> and Duckin' Good Platters. Duckin' Good. Yeah, it was it was Duckin' Good stuff that they put everywhere. As Lindsay said, afterwards, we needed a duck and nap. <laughs> so, Duck and Good Food Place is an Asian restaurant. Seems to be fairly authentic because as you walk in to the right, there is a, I guess it's, it looks like it would be a rotisserie window, maybe, of like a heater. But they have ducks hanging, the true dead, peaking dead ducks. peaking ducks hanging, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, necks, heads, and bills the, everywhere. What? There's the ducks are they're there they're there they're there. They're of there. course they're there. Yeah, yeah the it's whole duck ducking good. It's, it's the peaking duck. They got it's display on the ducking show. good. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so when you get there, you go in, you can grab a little menu and go grab a seat, decide what you want to eat, unless you already know, but then you will walk up to the counter and place your order there. Um, so we sat down and talked about the menu for a little bit. There are some, what I would think, um, somebody coming in would look at the menu and think that there were some weird things on there. I believe the word intestines was listed somewhere. and They just said meat on one item. Stomach. Finally Listen, ground larb. meat. Here's larb. the thing. The larb. Here's the Finally thing. Finally ground meat. Yes. Yeah, so here's here's the thing I think every one of you have missed at this point. Okay. It's there is a dish called larb, right? And mm-hmm. then it says it's finely ground meat. Not and then specified, it, but yes. But not hold specified on. meat. No, listen. Y'all okay, aren't okay, even okay. listening. Okay. 
And then it says all the additional stuff like uh, rice and rice. lemongrass and blah, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. Underneath it, it said chicken, 275, oh. beef, da, 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 or duck, this. Oh, so, so you get duck lard. All of y'all get to pick oh, okay. whatever meat you want. So we're running on it for no reason. Uh huh. As what yeah. I was trying to well, stop y'all from doing it. Good. That's right. Yeah. Um. So the menu may have some things that are not normal, as you would think of going to just like a Chinese takeout place, right? Which is what I expected when you said where we were going to eat. Right. So just we want to kind of clear that up for any listeners. This is not where you're just going to walk in and be like, I want some kung pao chicken or. General Sal's chicken, right? There was not that on the menu. I didn't see it. There was some Japanese. There is cuisine. some Japanese. Not, not Chinese. And there's also Thai because there Thai. was um, Vietnamese, Thai. Vietnamese, Thai, and Japanese? is Peking duck Chinese or? It's Chinese. Oh, okay. it is. Chinese. Okay. Yeah. So Chinese, Japanese, Thai, and Vietnamese, right? It's, it's of Asian loving. Persuasion. Yes. Fusion. <laughs> Asian persuasion. Asian persuasion. Apologize. Oh, my goodness. We did not prepare for this one at all. (laughs) Okay. So, I will throw it to Moose here. Tell us what you ordered and what you thought about it. Well, uh, I had the chicken pad thai. It was was good. Uh, Sticky noodles, peanut sauce, chicken. There was a fried egg in there. Uh, that was surprising. Which you enjoyed. Yeah, it was real good. The fried egg was great. Um, yeah, the, the chicken was a little dry for me. That's okay. Mm Um, it happens. Uh, but Hey, the fried egg was a surprise. I really didn't see that when it was listed as the ingredient in the dish. And all of a sudden there was a fried egg at the bottom of my, you said it was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, sriracha sauce on it with, uh, what's that? Hoisin. Hoisin. So yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, uh, yeah, was here. We have yeah. a new song in our absolutely. Heartbeat. Yeah. So uh, I, I give uh, Duck and Good and my chicken pad thai a solid five out of seven. Excellent. What did you wow, think of good. the atmosphere? Uh, it was good. Uh, yeah, yeah not, not much to it. Uh, very uh, quaint. Yeah. But uh, I'd definitely eat there again. Yeah. Sure. I, I definitely want to uh, try the duck next time. It's it looked it looked good. It looked yeah. good. Lindsay. Thank you for joining us at yeah. Duck and Good today. What a treat. What first did you get? to visit or to have lunch She did us? join. Yeah, first guest wow. to come along. Wow. Thank goodness. Yeah, we're really glad she somebody came, actually yeah, and she came back. Lots of fun. And still hung out with us at the pot. I know. I know. So um, what did you eat today? And how did you feel about everything, atmosphere and whatnot? Okay. Well, I had the fried dumplings. Mm-hmm. And the sticky rice, which was a treat. Yeah. That was purple. 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 It's purple rice. Purple rice. And it's very sticky and yummy. hmm And then I had the spring rolls. So they had shrimp and pork mm. and some of uh, the rice noodles and cucumbers and basil. Very fresh. Excellent. Very refreshing. And it's okay. a pretty good size order, too. Yes. I mean, huge. Too yeah. huge. They came... Very hearty portions. All of that was like a whole nine dollars. So yeah, and very they had affordable. Good sauces with them. Great sauces. Yeah. So each each had its own sauce. And yeah. Some were a little spicy. Some cilantro in there. Some red pepper. Uh, definitely soy base. One was more peanut in nature. Yum. Really good. So really good. really solid. I mean, good. if I was comparing the dumplings to another establishment in town, I would say they. They were more flavorful. 
Good. More flavorful. Great. So could you picture yourself either going with your family there or um, even maybe even just swinging by and like picking up a lunch to go or something like that? I would. I mean, the atmosphere was nice. There was nothing wrong with right. it. Probably good for a lunch atmosphere dinner. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would take it home. Okay. Maybe pick it up and take it home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing. I mean, it would have been very kid friendly. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Very kid friendly. Um, maybe the menu wouldn't be too, too kid friendly. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm thinking more the like rice and chicken stuff. You know, yes. like in the Japanese section where maybe. they just sort of had teriyaki, teriyaki chicken, rice, teriyaki beef, rice. That's the type of stuff at least my kids would eat. I know, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go. My scale's out of ten. Like a normal human. Like being? a normal human. Okay. American. And so we had this conversation earlier. So now I understand. <laughs> yes. Um. I would say just food quality in general would be an eight out of ten for yeah. flavor and just affor- and for affordability definitely ten out of ten yeah yeah definitely ten out of ten awesome so good well stuff. good thanks for having me yes McNally okay I went in expecting like we said you know your typical old school Chinese China restaurant mm-hmm. even like with the menu on the board above yes. or something like that so it is different get the menu. Really, the only thing on there that was in line with what I was thinking was egg roll, beef and broccoli. Egg drop soup was on there. Egg drop soup. And it was only a few things from what you would typically think. Mm -hmm. So I went with egg roll and beef and broccoli because that was what was on the brain. That's right. And I will say the egg roll, meh. It was almost like a... Taquito instead with the... Uh, it was frozen. It was ah. frozen. Yeah. It was, it was previously frozen. I think so. I don't think? think those were freshly made. It was not... rolled? Yeah. Really? I, think, I think the spring rolls were freshly made. No, those were very fresh. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't make those. Those, the, those dudes were great. Yeah. But um, the egg rolls maybe yeah, just fried were, on spring. They were lacking. They didn't have much flavor, but the beef and broccoli was very good. Really? I thought it was. Yeah. So just a, you know, a nice little white rice, beef, broccoli, pretty simple and plain, but a good-sized portion... The beef wasn't too small or overdone, which you can get sometimes in places. Absolutely. Good so flavor. That was very good. I tried the one of Lindsay's dumplings. That was very good. Um, atmosphere was had the atmosphere of one of those mm. restaurants like I was expecting. Yes, yes. Without the I mean, but it had that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, that kind of fell in line, except the ambiance of dead ducks sitting next to you. Right. Which, don't, you know, that doesn't bother me because no. it's just Peking duck. That's just what you would so you're Actually, it's one of the few see. places... Yeah. That actually has that do in, anywhere mm-hmm. in the area. So that was if actually pretty good to know for. that that was actually mm-hmm. an option to get here and not somewhere with a larger contingent of a you know Chinese population. Absolutely. Like in New York yeah. City or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. vegetarian friendly. No, I don't think so. No. no. It didn't look like it. No. no, I don't think so. Me and Margaret, what did you have? Oh, I had I had what everybody was was debating against. I almost went with the LARB. Almost went with the LARB. But then in the last minute decision, I went with the duck entree. It was a duck entree. And I figured if I'm there, it's supposed to be ducking good. Then I was going to be the judge of that. And so it was like a platter. So it came with a couple different things, which was nice. Um, It actually came with a starter soup. Which is, I would compare it to sort of like miso soup. Um, yeah, sort of like that, but it did have a little bit different flavor to it, like a good flavor. 
Um, and it came a very small bowl of that, which was excellent. And then um, the duck was, they they just sort of chop it up, you know, and it's in pieces. So that I know I've seen people eat duck in different ways. <laughs> Lindsay's, Lindsay is amused by the duck. But... They do. It they was just almost chopped, chopped it. up, it was, almost like barbecue style. I, I, that's exactly. I, I want to know if it was barbecue. You, that's what Moose thought it was when yeah. he saw it. Did you get barbecue? And I said, No, it's duck. Um, but I think that's because maybe people eat duck. They offer like that. quarter or half. They offer different sizes, so it's exactly. probably when they rip it off. And I did the smallest, which is a quarter, and that was a good amount of. That was duck. a quarter. That was a quarter. That was the smallest you could get in that platter, and it was a lot. Seemed right? like a lot. Yeah. So um, that also came with some of the sticky purple rice that Lindsay was talking about, which I love. I had had it, uh, sticky rice there before. Um, it was super good. And then it had some uh, bok choy, seasoned and like grilled, I believe. Um, and that was excellent. And then they threw in this bonus like stuffed chicken wing, which there's actually actually like an appetizer on the mm. menu that were stuffed chicken wings. Remember, we all were like, what? How do you stuff a chicken wing? Like, what right. is it? Because it did not give a describer no. of what it was stuffed with. No, it just said stuffed. And so um, it came out, and there was just one single <laughs> chicken wing there. And That was um, humongous. I mean, well, it, was, it was big. It was, it was a duck wing. You could tell it was stuffed. It looked like it. Dark but wing. it was is it a, a chicken wing? wing. No, it was a chicken oh. wing. But I did have a duck wing on the in my duck portion. The duck portion, by the way, before I forget, the flavor was excellent. I enjoy duck, so I thought it was really oh, good. Crispy. And they have the crispy outside, which was just phenomenal. The flavor was so good. I let Michael and Lindsay try it. Mm-hmm. Um, Moose is scared. And it was just <laughs> delicious. Um, so I really enjoyed that. If you can, if you want the duck, you know, you can get a small portion, and that skin was fabulous. But the um, chicken wing, I finally got into it right at the end, and, and I, I was a little put off because this stuff – Sort of was coming out of it, but stuff. It was actually noodles. Um, what kind did you Rice. say they were? Like vermicelli? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And they're the they look like glass noodles. People you hear them say glass I thought it was noodles. cabbage. Again, it wrong. Looks a little <laughs> bit like that. Yes, but they're like glad those glass noodles you see where it's super fine. Um, see them a lot in Asian restaurant settings, and they were stuffed in this chicken wing. I don't know how they got them in there. Because it was, I had skin all the way around it. Like, I don't know. Ooh, anyway, it's like magic. Yes, it was duck and magic. Duck and magic. Duck and magic. It was, but they were good. So when they had these these noodles inside the chicken wing, I had to eat it. So I did. But last but not least, I had a drink. There you go. I knew that. No, here we go. Okay, so I ordered this drink because it said it was their special. And we try to enjoy that. And I refuse to get another one of those bubble teas that Michael had us drink previously. So this was called... This was called... Um, um, Mangroving? Mangonada? Yeah. A magic... No, a marvelous mangonada or magical. I can't remember what it was. And so when I'm at the counter, I said, I want to try your special drink. And she was like, oh, yeah. Do you want the candy stick with it? And I kind of gave her a question look, like, I don't know what that means. And she said, most people want the candy stick with it. And I said, well, then give me the candy stick. I mean, right? Like, who says no (laughs) to a candy stick in your drink? So that showed up at our table, and it was like a mango smoothie. Mm -hmm. 
but this candy stick had been dipped down in it. And I took a drink of it thinking it was going to be completely took normal. Took a slug, too. I mean, I did. It was a big old slurp of it. <laughs> it's one of those big straws. Like, yeah. big straws. Like, it was um, a bubble tea straw. A bubble tea straw, yes. right. And it was the most <laughs> unique flavor I'd ever had in my entire life. I can't even describe it. Like, I can't. It tastes like a Bloody Mary with sugar in it. Like a Clamato. A Clamato. Bloody Mary. close, too, yeah. Yeah. And so it was really bizarre. But there was um, no alcohol in it. It, it could have been. <laughs> In a perfect world, there would be vodka in Derby it. Party. With Derby party. Derby party. That's with, fusion. That's, that's fusion Unite. everything. Julep, margarita, and mango. Manganata. Manganata. Done. Done. I'm winning. So it was a um, tam- tamarind. Ta- tamarind. Tamarind. Tamarind candy stuff around. Not Tamara. <laughs> oh. It was tamarind uh, stuff on the on this gummy paste like candy stuff on a straw. It's really bizarre. I can't even describe it. But I'll tell you what. As I drank more and it kind of started bl- blending sure there was in with it. in it. I know, right? It started just blending more and more. It actually made like a sweet and spicy mixed together. It balanced each other out. It made a really, really neat flavor. I really enjoyed it. It became very refreshing. And I'm the healthiest one here today because I had the health benefit tamarind on my drink. I didn't know there were health benefits. Yes. Yes. That's, Lindsay looked it up on the, the internet. Machine, the interwebs. The interwebs told to us To see that what she had already eaten just to make correct. sure there's nothing that was going to really correct. haunt her. I did let all of you taste it. Yeah, that's and true. You it weren't was, going down alone. No. I was like, <laughs> y'all got to understand why I just made this face. Um, so I highly recommend the duck and the stuffed chicken wings. Yeah. So I give it, on a complete scale up to 10, I would give it an 8. Solid score. I I enjoy it. I really like unique food, stuff like that kind of, you know. I mean, I saw the ratings on the wall. I saw – I mean, they're legit in there. So, therefore, like, they're bound to have some food that is authentic. And I enjoy that. For sure. It was all around good experience for everybody, I think. Yeah, today. and I think it's a nice one yeah, of those little was, hidden gems, Yeah, for right? sure. The staff super pleasant, really very nice, nice, very accommodating. Mm-hmm. Answered our questions, you know, gave us plenty of time and all that good stuff. Yeah, so. let us take pictures of our food. Just FYI, we never tell these places that we're, that we're reviewing or, no. or coming, so mm-hmm. they don't know. Yeah. So I I, uh, I think it's definitely a hidden gem that people might want to um, – look into really all you got to do is get on first avenue which hey happens to be in front of our building it is we are right now we are downtown first avenue which is one-way street um follow it all the way into longview and the address is 3005 first avenue hickory and um you go past circus hall (laughs) and then it's down on the left all things relevant markers all things point back to circus hall let's be honest i've never Um, been there what? Excuse me. Ah, uh, what? Not are even where it was people? when it was a cookout. Where cookout was? No, never. Is that where we're going next? I, obviously, okay. <laughs> I, I better get an invite. Okay, Surely. I mean it's just it's circus all cream. I don't understand any people. I, I had is it birthday. just ice cream? I had a birthday party there, like when it was in <laughs> on one twenty seven. Is it just ice cream or is it food? No, it's, it's, it's like a Dairy Queen, hamburgers, hot dogs, yes. and they're okay. famous for their footlong hot dogs, which are on special on Wednesday nights for like oh, a, buck, a buck. You follow them on Facebook. No, I'm just telling you, it's just a <laughs> lifetime of love from Circus Hall of Cream. We used to go there after church on Sundays. 
I can't wait. I can't. I, I can't believe we're just. We'll just take this for the next time, episode. We? Like fudge dip cones and everything. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Dip cones. No, I'm done. Here we done. come, Circus Hall Cream. Yes, good stuff. So anyway, wow. all right. A little preview. I like it. Absolutely. Okay. So, anybody else have anything for the greater good? Not for the greater good, but... No? Yep. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. Lindsay Kiesler from the Chamber of Commerce, Top County Chamber, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hope you will be back soon. Sure. Hopefully for Circus Hall Cream. At least for Circus Hall Cream. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, Lindsay's going for Circus Hall Cream. So stay tuned for our next episode because now you know where we will be going. And uh, in the meantime, be sure to check out all the other shows over on The Mesh at themesh.tv. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Follow along Street Circle Drive. You'll see all of our food that we eat because we take a picture before we dig in. Otherwise, you guys have a great day and rest of your week. We'll catch you later. Say goodbye, boys. Bye, boys. Later, Hickory Nuts. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.